And if that business did not fail, there would be no beloved. Hello, beloved, and welcome back to another beloved studio podcast where we help Christian creatives and entrepreneurs create an influence that makes an impact. Welcome to episode number four. Uh, We're going to be talking about the fear of failure and why it is holding you back. I'm excited to talk about this actually, because as I've started this new podcast, the fear of failure has definitely been creeping up on me and trying to discourage me and stop me from this podcast because what if it fails? And I had to just kind of talk back to fear a little bit this week and just say, so what? So what? Because if I let fear lead, I'll do nothing, right? But if I just face fear in the face and say, well, I'm going to do it anyways, because I'm taking a risk. That's what entrepreneurship is. It's just taking risk after risk after risk. And sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. Sometimes it goes the way you want it to. And sometimes you just learn a lesson from it. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today, because I almost didn't start Beloved Women because of fear of failure. What most of you probably don't know is that before I started Beloved Women, I had a business, an actual LLC called The Beloved Boutique. And the heart behind it was to sell Christian products like greeting cards, accessories. Eventually down the line, I wanted to do Bible study books and different things like that. But I started off selling greeting cards and I loved that business. I remember I actually built the website myself. This is before my daughter was actually born and like connecting PayPal to try to make the pay, get the payments and all the things, right? And so I set it up as an LLC and everything. And then we ended up, I ended up having my daughter. We ended up moving to North Carolina to be closer to our family. And just in a very tight financial situation because of that, because we were renting, we hadn't sold our home yet. I wasn't working. So we had three people, one income. And so it was tight financially. And I just didn't have the time to really work on the business after the move and just becoming a stay-at-home mom. I remember making the decision that I needed to dissolve the business because I was paying the annual fee to keep the LLC up and running in the state that I created it, but I wasn't actually doing anything in the business. And I remember filing the paperwork and just being so heartbroken because I felt like I failed. I was like, this business did not work out. I, I didn't make that much money. I didn't really, I wasn't able to see it through. And I didn't have any vision for the future at all. I was planning on just going back to work and getting back into that kind of rhythm. And then God revealed to me, no, you're going to stay home. And then that's when I started really looking into forming Beloved Women into something. Because by then, Beloved was just a blog. It was just a blog. But I wanted to be a businesswoman. And I wanted to have this Beloved Boutique business. And so I was hesitant to really move forward with Beloved and make it a nonprofit and build it into an actual entity because I was afraid that what if this fails again? And then now I'm a serial failure. <laughs> like what if I'm wasting my time and everybody else's time? And what if this does not work out? But God was always just in my ear whispering, just try it. Just try it. 
Just do it for me. Just put a video on YouTube. Just just always giving me like the next little step and 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 seeing like, okay, it's working. Okay, it's working. Okay, it's working. Um, but had I allowed the fear of failure to stop me, oh, I don't even want to think about that. There, there would be no beloved women. There would be no beloved women. And I don't even want to think about that because that would have been a huge loss. And I wonder what you could potentially risk losing if you let the fear of failure lead you. When you start something new, you usually immediately start to think of the last thing or the last time that it went wrong, right? So let's let's think of put it in like a dating illustration here. You start dating some guy and you're really into him and you really like him, but then immediately you start thinking about your last bad relationship and you think, oh my gosh, what if this is that? What if it happens again? And you even can start beating yourself up thinking, oh, I shouldn't have done that or I I shouldn't have done this and almost like self-sabotage. Like you feel like, oh, because I failed in the past or didn't work out in the past, I don't deserve it to work out in the future. And what we need to stop doing punishing ourselves for past mistakes when they are just lessons to help us create a better future for ourselves. And that is especially true in entrepreneurship because entrepreneurship is all about taking risk and you won't get it right every time. That is part of the journey. I remember talking to my lawyer a few years ago. I had a question about something and we just kind of talked on the phone for a while. And y'all, she's a boss, okay? She is the definition of boss lady. I look up to her as an entrepreneur and I was nervous to take this step of faith. I was fearful to take this step of faith to hire more people for the, uh, for beloved women, because I was like, well, I don't have enough. I don't, I don't think I have enough money to hire them, but I need help in order to make the money. Right. So you know how it is as entrepreneurs, like the thing that you need, you don't have it because you don't have the thing that you need. You, if you, if you get it, you get it. And so she was like, I completely understand what you're saying. And that is the life of an entrepreneur. You have to just take the risk without having it or having what you think that you need and just trust that once you land, there's there's gonna be solid ground there. You, you have to take the risk. You have to take the leap of faith. And one thing that she said to me that has stuck with me ever since then, she says, as entrepreneurs, we are required to take greater risks than normal. And I was like, man, This is part of the job. I'm risking it might fail, but I'm also risking that it might be the best decision of my life. And so the truth is, is that there's no formula for continual unending success. You will fail. Let's just get that out right now. There will be times where you make a decision that costs you time, that costs you money, that hurts somebody's feelings. You will, you will mess up, right? And that's in your personal life as well. But like I said, and like my lawyer reminded me, it's part of the job. That's what this is. That's what we do <laughs> as entrepreneurs. And I actually very much enjoy watching Marie Forleo. And one thing that she said on her podcast was, you need to be able to eat failure for breakfast. (laughs) You need to become comfortable with failure because it's the only way that you learn. It's the only way that you actually get better. And so one of the greatest things you can do as an entrepreneur is to shift your mindset around 
failure and to see failure as something good because now I've learned the lesson. I know I'm not going to go back and do that again. Now I can actually sell that lesson to somebody else because they don't have to fail like me. And so for today's episode, I want to share with you a few ways that you can overcome the fear of failure because at some point you will fail. And you can either allow that to discourage you and to give up, or you can allow it to fuel you to keep going. And so in order to do that, first, you want to own up to your failure. You it's you got to put pull up your big girl panties and just say, you know what, that probably wasn't the best decision now that I have the information that I have. And this is how I would do it differently. Or we lost a lot of money on that decision. We won't be doing that again. And so just owning up to it. Yes, I made a mistake or that idea failed or flopped. It didn't work out, whatever it was. It didn't make as much money as I thought it would. Nobody bought it. Nobody cared. It didn't help like I thought it would, whatever it is. But we don't have to be ashamed of failure. And when we take the shame out, then we can actually own up to it and not take it personal. And that's my next tip. Don't take failure personal. A lot of times when we make a mistake or something doesn't work out, we internalize it. Like this situation failed. I am a failure. No, maybe you made some bad decisions that you learned from now. Maybe you made those decisions because you were insecure or fearful or not paying attention. You were distracted, whatever the reason is. But now you learn from it and you get better. But you yourself are not a failure. If you take it personal and you internalize it, what's that gonna do? It's gonna discourage you and you're not gonna do anything else. You're not gonna actually learn from it and grow from it and get better from it. So you wanna own up. Don't be ashamed, but don't take it personal. Again, this is just part of the job. Sometimes we mess up, even in our personal relationships. Same lessons apply there. Sometimes we mess up. How many times do I have to tell my kids, you know what, mommy messed up, I'm so sorry. Mommy shouldn't have said that, I'm so sorry. (laughs) You just gotta own up to it. Does that mean I'm a bad mom? I used to think that. (laughs) But we have to separate our failures from our identity. As Christians, we know that we are covered by the righteousness of God. And so we don't have to take failure personal. We can learn from it. We can grow from it. We can flourish from it, actually. Failure is the seed to flourish into your purpose if you don't take it personal and learn from it. That's another tip. See it not as a loss, but as a lesson. So take time to reflect and think, what can I learn from this? I was in negotiations with a particular vendor and I made some decisions that I look back on and was like, "Mm, I shouldn't have said that. And it wasn't anything offensive to anybody, but it was just, I didn't negotiate as well as I should have. And instead of taking it personal, I just said, you know what? I learned that lesson. I will never do that again. When I go to negotiations now, I know to do X, Y, and Z. And so take time to reflect and say, well, why why did I act that way? And when I did that, I realized that the root was that I was intimidated. And I was like, okay, God, let's, let's pull this root up of intimidation. I actually did a video about it called Overcoming the Spirit of Intimidation on the Beloved Women YouTube channel because that's what God was speaking to me about because it was actually coming up in my business, in my business decisions and how I was operating. And so me being able to reflect and actually look back and say, well, why did I make that mistake? And then praying about it and growing from it. I most likely won't make that mistake again. And even if I do, I'll be able to bounce back even faster. And finally, when you fail, you got to move on. And not just move on, you got to move on with 
hope. My kids recently started summer camp and they go to the pool almost every day. And when you go to the pool, you have to take a swimming test if you want to swim in a particular area of the pool. Now, everybody usually wants to swim in this area because in this area, there is a slide. And so my son, when he got home, he was so excited because he said, mommy, I took the swim test and I passed it. He was so surprised because we've been taking swim lessons and things like that. But I wouldn't say that he's proficient in swimming. But y'all, he tried because one, he wanted to swim in that particular area, but two, he really wanted to go down that slide. And so for him, it was worth the risk of failing the test. He wasn't even really worried about that because he was hopeful that if he passed it, he knew the reward that awaited him. And so when we are operating in fear of failure, what we start doing is we start thinking about, well, what happens if I fail? But what we need to do is learn from our past failures, but also start thinking about, but what happens if I succeed? What happens if this goes well? What happens if the plan actually comes to pass? How many people will be helped by this? This is how we can overcome that fear and move forward. I want to close with a quote from Craig Rochelle. He is the pastor of Life Church. They are the church that runs the YouVersion Bible app. And on his podcast, I was listening to it the other day. He said, failure is not an option. It's a necessity. Listen, failure again is part of the job. Not only that, it's necessary for you to grow and innovate help more people, make more money, and advance the kingdom of God. God's not looking for perfect leaders. Look in the Bible and you will see no perfect leaders. He's looking for leaders that he can grow. He's looking for leaders that he can mold, who can learn lessons. And many times, most lessons that really stick happen when we fail. So it's okay if you failed before. But do not allow that to give you fear that leads to making decisions. Instead, I want you to flip the script and I want you to think, what have I learned from this? And I I don't want you to think about what happens if I fail. I want you to think about what happens if I succeed. Thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to connect with me and join my email newsletter at christinapatterson.com. And until next time, be beautiful, be blessed, and be loved.